the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Understanding fullness of joy and living in it. Next, on Times of Refreshing with Napoleon Kaufman. Welcome to today's broadcast. You know, for many of us, the Christian life can be a challenge. We find ourselves struggling at times. But even in the midst of those struggles, there should be a sense of joy or a calm delight, understanding that even though in the midst of trials, God is in control. Today, we want to understand the fullness of joy. So if you're looking for a bit of joy in your own life, you've come to the right place. Stick around. With today's broadcast, From the Well, a Christian Community, our teacher and pastor now brings us today's broadcast in Psalms chapter 16. Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman with this edition of Times of Refreshing. John 17, 11 to 13. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. This is his prayer, his high priestly prayer. Jesus is offering up before God as Father. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father. Keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. Think about that. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept. And none of them is lost except the son of perdition, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my what? Joy fulfilled in themselves. Think about this. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in them. Think about it. I want the Lord's joy to be fulfilled in me. But the way his joy is fulfilled in me is by me getting hold of the words that Jesus has spoken. Amen? This is what he said. But now I come to you and these things I speak in the world. That they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. You know, this is one of the main ways in which we can get a hold of the joy of the Lord is taking heed to the things that Jesus Christ has spoken. For a lot of people, it's a shame. They don't realize that the Word of God is used as a tool to inspire joy within our lives and to ignite the joy of God in our lives. When we begin to release our faith in what Jesus Christ has said, the things that He has spoken into the atmosphere, spoken into our lives, the things he spoke to the disciples and to those who have, who have gone before us. And now these words are come to us. It should cause us to have joy. But now I come to you and these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. All of us. What has Jesus spoken? 
What are the things he said? What are the things that he's given to his disciples? Even this very prayer should cause us to say, man, this, this should give us joy in life. Knowing that Jesus Christ prayed for us before we were ever born, ever came on the scene. Those that will believe in Jesus through the disciples and apostles. Well, saints, we have to get back to getting into the word of God, getting into hearing what Jesus Christ has said, taking heed to the red letters that have been, that have been pinned by these mighty men of God and say, God, help me to use this as a tool to inspire me that I might have more joy in my life. The devil's going to be talking to you. He's going to be telling you all kinds of stuff to get you sad, to get you down. We might as well pick up the things that Jesus Christ has spoken. Amen. And begin to release them and begin to embrace them and allow them to help us so that joy begins to to come into our hearts the way that God wants us to come. Go to John chapter 16, verse 19 on down to 24. Now look at this. Now Jesus knew that they desired to ask him. And he said to them, Are you inquiring among yourselves about what I said? A little while and you will not see me. And again, a little while and you will see me. Most assuredly, I say to you, that you will weep and lament but the world will rejoice and you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour is come. Whew, I remember those days watching my wife. Mm, mm, mm. Epidural, epidural. <laughs> Some of y'all, I don't know how y'all did it without that epidural. Mm, mm, mm. Those are times where I'm glad I'm a man. (laughs) But as soon as she is given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish. For joy that a human being has been born into the world. Therefore, you now have sorrow. But I will see you again. He's talking about his resurrection. And your heart will rejoice. And your joy no one will take from you. Now look at this. And in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask, the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your what? Joy may be full. That your joy. Answered prayer releases a joy into our hearts. Answer prayers is a cause for joy. It's a cause for excitement. It's a cause for us to be glad. It's a cause for us to rejoice and to have bliss in our lives. When we think about all the answered prayers that we have received from the Lord. Some of you prayed for family members to get saved. And now they're sitting right next to you rejoicing in God. That's a time for you to have joy. Answered prayer is a way in which God helps to um, uh, incite joy within our spirit, to revive joy, to awaken us to his joy. When we see God coming through on our behalf, well, since we need to let people know when we're glad and excited about the things that God has done in terms of answering our prayers. It becomes contagious for people when they see, man, why are you shouting? Why are you so excited? Well, let me testify and tell you what the Lord has done in my life. Amen? Let me give you, let me show you why, another reason why I'm so excited. Because God has done this, he's done that, he answered my prayer. 
And for us, we need to stop putting Jesus on the shelf and stop thinking that we to be a Christian means that you have to look real mean and spiritual and deep. You know, I went through that phase. You know, I thought that Christianity and, and being powerful and being very mature meant that you had to be staring at people all the time getting revelation. Sin, 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 sin. No. I, I, but I grew to realize that one of the things that God does is he breaks you out. And when you get to a place of your real relationship with God... You learn not to take yourself so seriously. I'm serious about my walk with Christ. I'm serious about Christianity. I'm serious about life. I'm serious about ministry. I don't play around. My, my, the staff and the men, people and members of the church, I don't play around. This is God's business. But at the same time, I also understand that walking with Christ, one of the fruits of the Spirit of God is joy. And if we think that... that that Christianity is just about appearing deep and spiritual and powerful. The most spiritual people that I've ever been around are the ones that have the most joy in their lives. I watch them. They have joy. And do they deal with sin? Then this church can testify. You know this. We deal with sin in this church. We don't play around with sin. But at the end of the day, we, Christianity should cause people to, to look at us and say, "What? I want that that you have. Why aren't you always angry and bitter and mean and upset about things? Because I got the joy of the Lord. I don't have time to be doing that. That's what I was doing before I gave my life to God. I got some joy down in my spirit now. I'll laugh with you in a drop of a dime. I love it. Let's have, let's have some fun on our way to heaven. Now I want to have a good time on my way to meet Jesus. Amen. To see him. I, when he returns, I want to be, be laughing. I want to be, whoa, praise God. Come on, Lord. Break the sky. I don't want to be sitting back, you know, trying to be deep and, and, and powerful now. And, and, and I want to just clarify this. You can be deep, have great knowledge, wisdom, and understanding without having to appear that way. Without having to appear that way. Listen to me, saints. A fool is known by his multitude of words. It's not always the ones that are doing that that know the most. You get to talk, listening to them long enough, you'll find out that some of these people are foolish. A fool is known by his multitude of words. And I say this in the church. A true prophet is known on the earth by what he says. But he's known in the heavens by what he doesn't say. When God knows that he can whisper things in your ear and you're not going to be a blabber mouth and feel like you have to spew out everything to make yourself feel a spiritual or powerful or deep, he knows he could t- trust you. And good prophets, good prophetic people, they know more than they tell you about. Now you can give me an offering for that. Understand, saints, that's true spirituality. It's not carnality and flesh. And all of us here got to get this in our spirit that if we're going to walk with Christ, we got to have some joy in our lives. And so people can look and say, wow, what is it about you? I want some of that. Well, let me tell you about it. And then God begins to move. Well, we see very clearly here um, from these verses that God answers prayer, he blesses us, and it should cause us to live a lifestyle 
of rejoicing and gladness in his presence. Amen? Amen. Go to John chapter 15. John chapter 15. Verse 9 on down to 11. Look at this. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Verse 9. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be what? Full. There it is again. Fullness of joy. Obedience to the commandments of God. Obedience to the commandments of God. Obedience to the commandments of God. As we obey, God releases a full, the fullness of joy in our lives. Most people, if they're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, they know when their relationship with the Holy Spirit is off. When their relationship with God is off. When something's not right. When you just, you, you know that there's something's not right. There's a knowing within your spirit. And it causes us to, to, to sometimes be hesitant in approaching God because we know that God's looking for us to, sh- to sh- shift some things in our lives. Well, what happens is when we're disobedient, we can, shut, we can cut ourselves off from, from the joy that God wants to release in our lives. And it's, and, it's, and it's appropriate to feel like, man, you know what? I don't have any joy right now because I know I, I'm not doing what's right. If a person comes in, I got joy. I know I was out fornicating last night. I got the joy of the Lord. The devil is alive. <laughs> you got, you going to have the joy of the Lord. Uh-huh. I just came from the club last night. Woo, praise the Lord. I got the joy. Where's the joy in this place? Something's wrong with your relationship with God. Your conscience should be bearing witness that something is off. You should feel convicted by the Holy Spirit. If you ever, if you get, if, whew, glory to God. if we ever get to a place in our lives when we don't feel that conviction anymore, when we know we're doing things wrong, we are off. And we're on a slippery slope, amen? We want to be sensitive to that. Well, be, uh, being obedient to the commandments of God, the Bible clearly says that it causes us to have the fullness of the Lord. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may, may remain in you and that your joy may be full. I want His joy to remain in me, meaning I'm experiencing God's happiness with me, and then I want my joy to be full, complete, mature, grown of age then when people look they say man this person's got a maturity about them and they got a joy that's full in their lives that i want well saints we have to be obedient we'll never never have a great walk with god if we always know god has something against us in a specific area because we we're not willing to repent in the change I see it happens all the time. But then we blame the church, blame the pastor. I don't know why a pastor keeps on talking about men stepping up. Well, yeah, I know why. Why think we need to go to another church? Why? Because I'm talking about men stepping up? I mean, is it wrong to talk about men stepping up? I mean, if you're preaching the Bible, I mean, eventually you're going to get to that part where it says men need to step up. Can I... Can, can I, get a, can I have an amen here? I mean, what am I supposed to do? Just skip over that part? People get mad at the preacher. I'm like, man, I didn't write this stuff. I'm just trying to do my best to say what he's saying. And, you know, don't blame it on me. But what happens is people do that. 
Instead of just saying, you know what? What he's saying is talking to me. I feel bad right now because God wants to eventually make me feel good by responding to the message that he just preached. So I can get my joy back. I can get my happiness back. I can get my peace back. I can begin to rejoice in God. Well, us being obedient to the commandments is going to help us lock into this place where we're experiencing God's joy in our lives. And we have to make sure that we're diligent about it. Keeping God's commandments. This is Jesus talking about commandments. He's not talking about Old Testament commandments. He's talking about this is the stuff I'm laying out for you. He's talking about us staying in tune with him and with the Father by the influence and through the influence of the Holy Spirit. All of us have to make sure that we're obedient to the scriptures. Stop blaming your wife. Stop blaming your husband. Stop blaming the kids in here. Stop blaming your parents. If they have a standard that God has said, we just want to be obedient. And then the joy comes to us because we're keeping the commandments. And this is what Jesus said concerning. It's amazing when you read the Bible, you see how submitted Jesus was to his father. He just said it right here that he keep he kept his commandments. And for all of us, all of us um, have to make sure that we're sensitive about this. Amen. So that we can grow and experience God's joy and just relish in it. Look what God has done. But he's empowered me to keep his commandments. Last thing. Go to Romans chapter 15. Verse 7. Therefore receive one another just as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus has become a servant to the circumcision. He's talking about the Jews. For the truth of God. To confirm the promises made to the fathers. The patriarchs. Those who have gone before. And that the Gentiles. He's speaking about us. Might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written. For this reason I will confess to you. Among the Gentiles. And sing to your name. This is what Jesus is saying to the Father. Therefore, this reason I will confess to you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. And again, he says, rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people, the Jews. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Laud him, all you peoples. Verse 12, and again, Isaiah says, there shall be a root of Jesse. He's talking about Jesus. And he who shall rise to reign over the Gentiles. In him the Gentiles shall hope. Now look at this. Now may the God of hope fill you with all what? Joy and peace. In believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Look at the Williams translation. It says in verse, verse 13. So fill you with perfect joy. And peace through your continuing faith. Through your continuing faith. I love this. He says joy and peace in believing or through your continual faith. All of us here, if we're going to experience the joy of the Lord and enjoy the joy of the Lord, we have to stay in faith. Faith also gives room for us to have hope, a favorable, confident expectation about what God is going to do in our lives based on what he said he would do in our lives. What happens a lot of times we start losing our joys because we we get out of faith and we start looking at our circumstances more than we look at God. 
Has every, anybody ever been there in your life before? You just took your eyes off the Lord and you're starting to experience some things in your mind and you're going through this warfare in your mind because now you're, you're looking at the, the giants. I'm looking at the giants. I'm looking at the giants instead of just looking at God. Well, all of us here have to make sure that God becomes the focal point of our vision, insight, understanding, discernment when we're going through life. Because sometimes we can have things that appear very big in our lives that God is going to work out in our lives. And it's called walking by faith and not by what? Sight. So all of us have to make sure that we walk by faith. And when we do that, what happens? He causes our joy to be made full. And he causes us to abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, a lot of people, I watch them. And I see it. And even in my personal life, you know, you have to fight and resist it. Because your mind will get all kinds of imagery. Your mind will, you, you start, your mind will start playing tricks on you. And you'll start hearing things in your mind. That can get you off course. But glory to God. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. He helps to keep us in a place of hope. And then also in a place of faith. And we have to do this. We have to believe. We have to believe to the saving of our souls. We have to trust that God is with us. He's going to walk us through every valley. Every storm. He's going to walk us through the high times. You can have a lot of stress on you. And be in the midst of great blessings. Being in the midst of great blessings can be a very, very stressful time in your life. We have to keep our eyes upon God. And we have to rest in hope. And so I love this scripture. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Or through or by your believing. This is what happens. I want to be filled with all joy. But I'm going to do it by staying focused and staying in faith. Not considering circumstances. Not considering What's going on? Not considering those things, but saying, God, what do you say? Every person under the sound of my voice, I want to just remind you this morning that joy should be a part of your lifestyle. If you have the Holy Spirit in your life, then joy should permeate through your being. If you're always discouraged and depressed and feeling like you're on an emotional roller coaster, it is a sign that something is off. And so we looked at a few things that we have to look at. Am I, am I dwelling in the presence of God? Do I, am I aware of the presence of God? Do I believe that God's presence is in my life? Am I experiencing answered prayer? Hey, listen, if God doesn't answer any of your prayers, something is wrong. He could at least give you a parking space when you're trying to go to the mall. He'll give you something, you know what I mean? Lord, do something for me. Now, if God doesn't answer any of your prayers, you got to stop and say, man, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> Don't you love it when God gets you to, Lord, give me a parking space. I want up one up close. Where is that? Then the person just moves right out. Woo, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord ordered my steps. <laughs> Keeping God's commands. Are you willing to keep God's commands? Am I off in this? I'm not keeping God's command. That's why I'm always upset. God's dealing with me. My spirit isn't settled. And I got to stay in faith. You know, I don't believe God like I should. Well, this is a sign, saints, that maybe I'm doing something that is hindering my joy. Depression is not your covenant right. I'm telling you, it's the devil. I'm telling you, he's, this is the devil. And if you're in this season, going through a tough time, it's time for you 
to rebuke that dark cloud. Tell the devil, get out of my way. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Can I have an amen today? The joy of the Lord is my strength. Father, I praise you today for giving us the opportunity to hear your word. And I praise you today that, Lord, joy is our covenant right through our relationship with you, Lord, and through the influence of the Holy Spirit. And today we lay hold on our covenant right. And God, we make a declaration today that we will not be bound by grief, sorrow, depression, anguish, bitterness of heart. We will not allow it to permeate our homes, our marriages, our, our, our situations, whatever situations they are. But Lord, we want your joy to be made full in us. And that our joy would be full. That God, when people see us, doesn't mean we have everything perfect. But it does mean that the joy of the Lord truly has become our strength. This is what we want today. We give you glory for it. We ask you to speak to us now. In Jesus' name. Well, thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. This program is the production of The Well Christian Community. And we pray today's broadcast has blessed you and has encouraged you in Christ. If it has, would you take a moment and let us know? There are several ways that you can contact us. First, by mail. The Well Christian Community. Address your envelope to 2333 Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also stop by our website, learn more about us, and drop us an email, thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. And then, of course, by phone, 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. As you visit our website, don't forget to look for the link to our Facebook page. And if you're on Facebook, simply search The Well Christian Community. You can even follow Pastor Napoleon on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. Until next time, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may he bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.